Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's episode 24, what am I talking about? It's episode 4. It's season 2. Season 4. It's season 4, episode 2. I'm I'm tired. Leave me alone. It's been a long weekend. I am here, I'm Flav. I am here with Flonius Filth. Hey. We've got Barney back for the first time this season. Hello. Although you were supposed to come on last week, obviously, but... Um, I got bumped for Windy. Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, obviously a quite a depressing thing to happen to you. <laughs> I presume you're okay. Yeah, I've did, kind of made... Did you call calm? No, I just, I just <laughs> sat at home looking in the mirror thinking, I should have been there. <laughs> should have been, been me. me. All, all the good reviews that came in, I was just like, fuck, I should have had a part of those good reviews. The reaction to the podcast was fucking insane. Like, it was, it, it's... it's um, it's, it's it's just amazing. I mean, you know, people listen to it. We see yeah. the download figures, but you don't know if people enjoy it. Yeah. It's just it, for some people, it's just a habit. It's a bit of a mm. habit doing it. You know what I mean? But it's, it was nice. So loads of people contact on Twitter. So thank you so much for all of that. It's fantastic. We've always also got with us Alex. How's it going? No fancy names, just Alex. Nah, it's just it. Uh, it can't be Al. 
Ow. No, no. Wow. Was thinking, can't be Ow. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Ow is going to flip out. I nearly, nearly, nearly called you Ow then. There you go. That I'm doesn't sure. happen. I was just saying, you could call me Razor. <laughs> People say I look like Razor Ruddock. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like his weird little brother. Yeah, yeah, his little hanger-on. Yeah, yeah Razor Ruddock's brother. Uh, oh, let's uh, just introduce... Oh, I've done it already. Excuse me for this interruption, football fans. I am out. You know that, and so does Alex. Alex, I know it's not your fault. Flag, you got it coming. On a side note... If anyone wants a t-shirt saying, I am Al, please, get in contact. Now, apologies again. Back on with the show. Alex, you're sounding great. I want to know more about ya. How long have you been supporting Spurs? Oh, all my life, it's a family infliction. Yeah? They decided, early on. Mm-hmm. I think the first photograph of me that my mum's shows to everyone that comes in is me in a Spurs little onesie thing. And so, yeah. uh, it was the first game you went to? Uh, Tottenham Wimbledon nil nil, ninety five I think. Wasn't you saying? Or you saying like twelve months? It was a, a year bef- yeah. between your nil nil. Lost one nil to Nottingham Forest. <laughs> uh, lost one nil to United. That one the one nil game. Yeah, it wasn't until Southampton four nil. Timothy Atuba. Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> and uh, who's your favourite player? Who's your favourite ever Spurs player? <sighs> ever. It's Ginola. Mm. He's just a shining light in a d- desolate, depressing time. Yeah, there's a kind of late nineties. Yeah, growing up, that was that decade. It was. Like I said I'm, I'm only 28. I look much older. But going through that period, <laughs> that's what it done was, it to you. Yeah, it was. Uh, he was just the only shining light. It wasn't. It weren't the late nineties, was it? Well, the Ginola was. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. He played in '99. Yeah. We played Worthing Cup. That's yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. I was alright then. I needed cricket. <laughs> People listen, going, "You fucking idiot." <laughs> um, okay, so we now know Alex. Welcome to the show. Thank thanks, thanks very much. I feel like a, a groupie. Yeah, like the band's like invited in. Yeah, and I'm gonna get like spit roasted. Beyond the veil, things happen. Um, yeah, well, it's good that you're aware of that and, and you okay. appreciate that is going to happen to mm. you. Um, okay, so a quick shout out to uh, a long time listener of the show, Jimmy Riggle. He's, he lives in Barcelona, right? Yeah, he's yeah. moved there, yeah. He's moved there and he's set up Barcelona Spurs. I can't quite believe, unless they're all made out of expats, there's going to be that many Spurs fans in the centre of Barcelona. I mean, it's not like they haven't got a decent team to support there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a Spaniel, obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spaniel. <laughs> anyway, their Twitter's are at Barcelona Spurs, and they normally meet in the George Payne pub in Plaza... In, in just Google that. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> can say it. Yeah. Yeah. I did actually spend some time looking at it, but it's a weird Catalan name. I'd go Plaza Urquinaona. Urquinaona. There you right, go. That's right. I'm probably completely wrong, but it is Catalan. Uh, follow them, yeah. Barcelona Spurs for updates. And I want to say a quick hello and happy birthday to Toby and Marja, who I met in the pub uh, in the Bricklayers before the game on Saturday, and they'd come over all the way from Sweden. Uh, the big fans of the pod. Uh, it was Toby's 30th birthday, so happy birthday to you, son. I had a great time meeting you and your mates. Uh, I wish we could have stayed for longer. Happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday man. Good. Let's move on to 1882. Oh, hang on. You, what, you, you had something to say about uh, <laughs> well, something that happened to you this week, Barney? I went to um, 
Animal A&E, which was really weird. Because, you know, like, on a Friday night, if you roll into A&E, there's a load of drunk people being taken in. Yeah. This was, like, a Sunday night, so all the dogs had had a heavy night, a uh, heavy, <laughs> heavy sunny day at the park. And um, when we walked in, it was empty. Then, after about ten minutes, there was a load of families coming in of dogs that had been bitten and run over. And They'd was, been an off in the park. Yeah, something <laughs> something that sounds horrific. Yeah. yeah. There was, Bit of a tear up. Yeah. There, there was families crying. There was people with cats. It was just... <laughs> It was really sad because obviously I was babysitting, well, dog sitting for my dad, and my dad's dog had been attacked and had a chunk taken out of his face. Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't turn up there for kicks. On a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People watch. Yeah, yeah dog watch. <laughs> so um, it was a bit, it was pretty grim to be honest. Is he all right though, the dog? Oh yeah, he got four stitches. Um, he had to stay in overnight. The next day he was a bit kind of drowsy, but he's all right. What dog? What kind of dog is it? It's a chocolate lab. Yeah. They're depressing places. Like, I've been there. Well, I had one, a, a mate that was baby dog sitting for this new girl he just started seeing, two dogs. He went to take them out for a walk like late at night, pretty pissed. Lost them. <laughs> <laughs> just lost them. My, my, my brother's looking after his mate's lurcher, and they've got a big uh, jungle-type, field-type forest area behind the thing, and he laid it off the league because he didn't realise that yeah. that wasn't a, a, mm. a, a, a thing to do with That's a lurcher what he did, dog. Yeah, mate. And the fucking thing went off. In the mid, it was like ten o'clock at night, and he heard this screaming going Aah! in the back oh, of the uh, back of the, uh, this forest. And they're like, "He's got a kid. He's found a kid somehow in the middle of a forest, yeah. and it's ripping his throat out." Uh, turns out it wasn't. It was a deer. My brother had to pull the dog off the deer. Blood, claret everywhere. The Fuck deer is fucked. Like the yeah. deer is. I thought you were going to say doggers. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. The deer is mucked, basically. <laughs> That, that happened to my dad, but he actually took the the deer home and then skinned it and actually marinated you it. Can't and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. Can you do that? If you hit a deer, or you like, if you run over a deer, you're not allowed to take it, but the next car, Road you're allowed shot. to take it home. And, like, yeah, because you, you yeah, because you get people aiming for deers. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, that stands to reason. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, he marinated it and tried to take it to a, a barbecue <laughs> system. Was hosting. He marinated it in like rosemary, red wine and garlic and stuff. It looked great, but I, I didn't eat it. Is this yeah. in England? Yes, yeah, in England. Fuck yeah, man. I've never heard of anything in, like um, that in my Arundine life. In Open Space by Mill Hill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you fancy yourself a deer, <laughs> that's the place to go. Turn your headlights off, just start driving fast. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some football. Spurs. Sorry, apologies about that. <laughs> um, yeah, 1882, Schalke. Ow, I went with you. Yeah. Uh, T and Barley couldn't make it. I went, I went. What? I was there. I well, was... you just thought I couldn't be asking me up? Well, I had to take... Um, my my girlfriend's got a co- her cousin over with her 10-year-old kid, and mm. um, he hasn't chosen um, an English an English football team yet, so I thought taking him to Spurs for this game would be like an ideal way to brainwash him. But yeah. because his mum's really overprotective, I couldn't take him into 1882, but I sat above you guys, so I kind of su- sucked in the atmosphere, and um, by the end of it, he was cheering and trying to sing the songs, and he was oh, now, he's now um, a fully fledged Spurs fan. That's okay. the way we'll get him young. <laughs> um, what, what did you think of the atmosphere? Because we went. Oh, I mean, yeah. what, what did you think? I always think it's good. I wouldn't. Oh, think. I think it was good. I mean, it's uh, half five. There's plenty of time for for intoxication, yeah. which always helps. But no, it was good. It, it reminded me a lot of Espanol last year, where it's because it's like a family. Yeah, as the club said, it, it was a little bit sporadic in terms of where people were were sat. I think there are a lot of families and and, and kids and stuff, so it 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 was spaced out. But no, it was good. I thought we uh, we, we we basically uh, in terms of core eighteen eighty two, if there is such a thing, we had basically the last six rows of yeah. thirty five, and then pockets in and around yeah. the block, and the rest were 
families and people that weren't aware of it. Yeah. Um, so it is a bit of an issue, and I think moving forward, and it's something the club have always <laughs> kind of said: this isn't we we can't do this. We can't give eighteen eighty two a dedicated block no. because within their rights, there there are many other supporters groups around. They all want tickets. They all want block book tickets. They can't give it to one and not to the other. But it's reaching a point now where, y- you know, you, it has to be something they have to consider. C- certainly, if not in this stadium, in the next. Or um, just people have to be told. You know, if someone's... I mean, it's difficult, isn't it, online and all the rest of it. But anyone that, that's ringing that, even if it's just to say, look, this is this is what's going on here. Mm. Just because we had a little kid, didn't we, in front of us that... You fell asleep was, at one well, yeah, So we couldn't yeah, have been that yeah, loud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he... Was trying to stand on a seat, and I mean, we were trying to help him see, but you could tell that it wasn't, you know, ideal for them. I think they still enjoyed it, and it wasn't anything malicious, but uh, yeah. it's just something that at least they could be told about in some way, shape, or form. Anyway, it was uh, it was good. Sung some songs, enjoyed the day out. I was sweating my bollocks off, fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a huge guy, and and it's mainly big people. That sweat profusely in situations where they shouldn't really be sweating. You know, yeah. you haven't moved. So why, why are you sweating so much? But the um, were you wearing your Colombo jacket? Is that it? No, I had. The <laughs> <laughs> he had a multicoloured type of kind of. I have my gay, gay pride. Gay pride, Fred yeah. Perry on. And uh, but I was just have <laughs> <laughs> not seen it. I've not seen it. Your rainbow collar. Yeah. Oh my god! Give him the bollocks. I ain't got shit. What? What? He? You got something to say? I ain't got shit to say, yo. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it was good, but uh, yeah, I was uh, it was hot. Yeah, it was sweaty. We've got um, we've got another one, Limassol coming up. Uh, the game I think is on the twenty eighth of August, but it goes on sale. Actually, probably this morning. This is coming out on Tuesday, so I think it goes on sale this morning. The club are trying to sort it out. There's some last minute issues. We don't actually know whether Limassol are going to take block thirty five because that in in the Europa League. They take. They could take an extra block based on the rules of the competition. They might have lots of local fans. Though. Yeah. That yeah, may yeah, happen. True, yeah. um, what we heard back, we spoke to the trust about it, and they said that it's very unlikely, based on their away support pre- in elsewhere, that they they will need that. So they're waiting on an allocation from the club. Did if you, they take thirty five, it's impossible for us to do it. Basically, did you realise how they came to be in the Europa League? Limassol. Yeah. No. They lost to Zenit St Petersburg. Can you imagine if we'd have played Zenit St Petersburg? <laughs> 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 Didn't they beat them in the first leg, though? We would have watched well, their they somewhere, Some paper took great pride in the fact that AVB had lost a game. No, I, I don't think, no, I think it was 3-0 and 1-0. Yeah. Uh, right, Limassol, I think they've only won like, two European games in their history. They're pretty shit. Yeah, right. Everyone talks about um, Nicosia, don't they? Because they yeah. done well a few mm. years back, but... Yeah, they got reached like quarterfinals of the yeah. Champions League. They beat Arsenal one year? We're spooky when we bloody yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um... Yeah, okay, so anyway, keep an eye on ticket office. Buy early. If you want 1882, buy it towards the back and then just buy it down. Um, uh, you know, maybe some of the, the kind of sporadic br- patches of 35 that weren't singing might not happen again. We'll see. It's bank holiday weekend as well, so get on it. Yeah, that's it. I think that might have been what no, it was. No, no, actually, that's yeah. the weekend before. Yeah. There was a lot of Fuck me. people trying to wait for tickets afterwards. You know, on, with hotspur tickets and stuff like that. And yeah. I think that might have been what it is. It just didn't. No one booking straight away, maybe. So Dia played. Oh, Dia Dyer. Dyer, I think it's. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we need to sort out this name. We're committing to Dyer. We are because that's what lots of people are saying it is. Yeah. Dyer. I mean, it was just he's from England. His name yeah. is going to sound like Dyer. It's less likely to be Dyer. Dyer. Sounds like something. <laughs> we didn't know what to sing. 
<laughs> your dad was just, your dad was, was just trying to come up with songs. His dad was just trying to something out of Sound of Music. Yeah, he kept coming up with his song from the Sound of Music, and Dad oh, was like, God. "This ain't gonna fucking kick off. It's go off in a in a What's football." Do or do or something. Wendy oh. thinks it's potentially genius. Yeah, but then that yeah. says something about Wendy, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> um, I thought he looked. I thought Nothing he looked bad. Okay. Just defines his character somewhat. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought Dyer looked okay. He reminded me a little bit of Chris Perry's in like his kind of small blonde. Couldn't win a header, <laughs> but on the ball Could he was. Win a header? No, I, I thought I thought he was getting. Um, but I think their tall striker. I don't know what his name was. He was winning a lot of the ball in the air. Really, it's hard to tell from inside the ground. It was. I thought he was tidy. He, he had again. I, I think you're right. It, there was nothing spectacular, but everything he did was tidy and. Sensible. He looked good on the ball, I thought. Yeah. yeah. I found that he liked to start attacks early. So um, he'd get the ball up the pitch as quickly as possible. Mm. And I think Pochettino, that, that suits his style of play. Yeah. Maybe he'll be able to fill the gap that Mustachio... Mustachio. 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 He's going to leave, given the fact that he's not actually <laughs> arrived. And last week we were like, yeah, he's going to sign. You, you, to be fair, said... We haven't signed him yet. No, it was Ricky. Said, you ain't signed him but, yet. But um, yeah. apparently they've bought, they've bought a new centre-back. Well, they've got one in on loan. Yeah. Mm. So um, there's a, that, that opens up the way for him to come, and also for um, my trailer thought completely. Agar was being uh, mooted today. Oh yeah, I heard yeah. about him. Yeah. What, why? Why? I don't know. Like that would happen. He is, good, he is good on the ball, but he's injury prone, isn't he? Yeah, it's just uh, why? why? There, there's just no reason for it. We are we're unbeaten in the preseason. Well, yeah. Remember I mean, last time that happened? Last yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting in the, in the stadium, it was 5-0, beat Roma. Yeah. David Bentley, yeah. I think, scored twice. Scored, at least scored a free kick from, it was a cross-come sort of shot Double type of thing. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, we're set, Darren Bent's going to rip this shit up. Darren Bent. Bro, that's what we can say, just Darren yeah, Bent. Yeah. Darren Ipswich <laughs> is Darren Bent. That's how, <laughs> how he should be remembered. But yeah, is it, can we read anything into it? I think the style of play has been impressive. It's been it's been a bit of an odd pre-season of the World Cup. It just doesn't feel like a normal pre-season. I was mm. saying to Bardi earlier on that we've got like half a dozen people who have not played a single minute for Spurs pre-season. Yeah. Not just Spurs, though. There have been other ones as well. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the scum, they've got three Germans and they've just come back to training today. So yeah. there's, there's been a bunch of clubs who, you know, players who are short of match experience. Um, I mean, even on, on Saturday, none of us can name a definitive team. We just don't know what condition... For Tongan, for example, is in uh, Schalke as well. They were missing oh. all their. Um, they, they were missing their World Cup players. Was it Draxler and who else? Draxler, um, Howides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, him. Sydney Sam, the new signing, was injured as well. Oh, was injured. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't make the World Cup squad, didn't he? No, no. It's really bizarre. I thought he was quite good. The Boateng play. Yeah, he scored. He's scored. That's what I mean. It's just it's hard to it's hard to take it all in sometimes. Yeah. It's, uh, I was concentrating on singing Carl Norton. That's what we were doing. Too busy trying to start a Carl Norton song. Uh, he did all right. I thought. I thought he played really well. Carl well, Norton. Well, given that Walker's got a well pretty much mid to long term injury, we're gonna. He's our first choice right back now, isn't he, Carl Norton? Yeah. He won't, he, yeah. Oh, we bought Yedlin. Or have we bought him? Yeah, but he won't join until January because that's when their season. Finishes. So we're, all, we're basically Yedlin and, and, and sort of talking about um, Norton and Fredericks, <laughs> Fredericks, <laughs> but or Cabal. Wasn't there room yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like. I always liked the uh, Cabal right back. Always. 
Oh, you just think of Man City, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't remember another time. I remember when you, there were other times. He played against Chelsea at right back, and that's when Sandro got the goal. And, yeah. and see, and he ran and left the ball behind. <laughs> <laughs> He's steaming down the line. He just leaves the ball behind him. Like, what are you doing? Sit in the playground. I don't think a ball could play there anymore. He doesn't no, seem to no. be as. Um, he can't get up and down. Yeah, he's not seem as mobile. He can. He can. He'll be fine. But um, the, the thing I like most about Yedlin is that he's got a real ghetto name. Yeah. You know, DeAndre. De- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it should be a Baltimore selling rocks, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got like Barksdale. I say, look, man. He's got he can of, do that in Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. do a re up. <laughs> do a re up, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to sort his hair out, man. That's, that fucking Barney is. I've seen horrendous. so many different photos where it's just different every time. It's just. Uh, he, wore, he wore a bow tie and hipster glasses, so, you know, maybe, you know, the hipster of Tottenham. Yeah. Nice. But, yeah, no, but it seems quite raw, so um, he's a project, I'd say. Did you watch the game on telly? I did. I rewatched it when I got home. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard for us to say inside the gate, inside the stadium. But what, what, how did we play? Did, did we was was that pressing game evident? It was. It was in parts, but because he made so many changes at half time, the game didn't really have any real pattern to it. Yeah. Did uh, you see what uh, Southampton? Some Southampton player described. Um, Pochettino's what what you need to play Pochettino's style well is three, yeah. three lungs and two hearts. <laughs> Fucking love yeah. that. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Yes, that's what you need. It's just it's Throw like, another lung. It's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. It's ironic that we get him in a very short pre-season. Hmm. You know, you'd, you'd hope that you know you get a whole long you know June July to kind of you know, acclimatise and everything, but he's only, had, he's only really had August in the last mm. couple of weeks of July, hasn't he? But to be fair, the, the core of the team didn't really go, didn't go to the World Cup. He had Kapu, he had, uh, he's had Sandro, he's had Holtby, he's had Lamella, he's had the whole summer, and I think you could really see that um, the pressing game was, it was it was evident. There was a lot of movement. Normally when it was like Sherwood or AVB, maybe there'd just be one or two players, like Adebayor chasing down, but um, you could actually see Adebayor and Holtby yeah. looking at each other. One would go right, one would go left, and um, I'm not Holtby's biggest fan, but I, I think he suits that system really well. But as a fan, you love to see your strikers pressure any defenders. It's fucking lovely. Yeah, he's yeah. the other way around in possible one side. He runs to the other side. That's what you want to see. Mm. So, um, did know. that happen? Yeah, yeah. I saw it a couple of times. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, did a bit of it in, um, in some of the other games. It, over over in America, but he had um, Soldado had an issue with his hair every time he yeah, ran. Yeah, it was like one of those um, spoilers on a Porsche that goes <laughs> yeah, up at yeah. a certain speed to keep the <laughs> down. You know what? Someone gave Soldado some DVDs. He saw Ralphie Coates score the winning goal in the seventh. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I want my hair like Ralph Coates. <laughs> but what I quite liked is when he scored, his hair was all yeah. over the place. Yeah. He didn't immediately go to fix his hair. He didn't do like Ronaldo would have gone bang straight on the hair. Yeah. He let it go out of place and then celebrated, then sorted it out later. Did you, speaking of the goal, which he completely meant, by the way. Yeah, totes. I don't like with Ricky, but I, did, 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 oh, I think he reacted to it. Don't listen to Ricky on Twitter. He's, he's moody a, in the oh, mornings. Oh, God, it is in the morning. I said he, he's whinging he, about he his He'd have kids. a wank in the morning, but he says it's because it's his office. He's, his special place has got an office chair in it, and he can't wank <laughs> with his legs at 90 degrees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get that. When you've got a small willy, sometimes it's a bit tricky when you're bent at 90 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me, obviously, for Ricky. But, yeah, fair Um... Yeah, don't, don't, I mean, follow Ricky by all means, but he can be a miserable prick on Twitter. 
you never listen to the pod so we can say exactly. Anyway, so uh, Soldado scored this goal, which he intended to. Did you see Andros Townsend? Just giving him a slap. <laughs> just like slapping his face. <laughs> and you saw in, in Soldado's eyes yeah. that he switched. He suddenly <laughs> went a bit aggy. It's like, what are you doing, blood? They've had some, they've had some banter <laughs> about that afterwards on it was either Twitter or yeah. Instagram. He said, try it again, they'll fight what, you. Yeah. What was, it? was Andros Townsend's shot that he scored from? Yeah. 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 So Andros Townsend was just celebrating the fact he got an assist. Yeah. That's how he gets them. He got another one in... in, in um, in America, didn't he? When he ran down the wing, he beat about four players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited about Andrews Townsend. I genuinely, I always am. I love his pace, and I love the f- he's, he, the fact that he's got a wicked shot on him. He's got the technique and finesse to finish at distance. I know he's still raw and rugged, but for a young player to have that kind of explosiveness in our team could only be a good thing, even if he doesn't start. I mean, someone on the floor made a good point. I mean, not obviously he will never be at Bell's level, in my opinion, but. Bell's shots would go all over to be over, straight at the keeper. Yep. But at one point, well, last season, they were going in. Mm-hmm. And some of the shoots as much as Townsend. I reckon one day, you'll know, they'll, you know, they'll get on target. And well, that, that, the, the, I know, going back to to America again, but that goal he scored was glorious. It was, yeah. And he do, he's done that many times. Um, I think there's a proper player in there, definitely. Well, sorry, I was just going to say, the, the problem we've had over the last couple of seasons, a lot of players have been almost um, restricted and I think on a Pochettino, they look like they're happy to express themselves. Yep. And hopefully that's the sign of things to come. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. I, w- I really want him to do well. I d- I'm not sure where he's going to play. <laughs> because, but if Lamella... I suppose it all depends on what happens with, with Lamella and whether he's going to play. He should start in front of Lamella, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll knock you <laughs> out. <laughs> Who should still call the spot? Alex was telling me how much he loves Lamella, like... Deeply, there's a deep-rooted love for for Aaron He's Lamella. everything I wanted to be at that age, right? He's pretty. He <laughs> plays for Tottenham. He's got cool hair. He's got to work. It, it has to work. And I, if, on merits, he shouldn't. He should be on the bench. I love like, Lamella as well. I got to say, yeah. I, sh- I share that love. My girlfriend was just like, he's really good looking. I was just like, well, he ain't that good looking. He's not he's, that good looking. I said to her, she's he got like really a really pointy jaw. Looks like he's been in the wind tunnel for about just an hour too long. <laughs> I think he's one of those that he's going to have to keep playing if we want to see the best of him yeah, he's got true. to play true. I think people will be very upset if we start against West Ham and he isn't in there on Twitter or die yeah it'll, it'll just disappear everyone just wants him in there it doesn't matter because we're going to have Rose and um, Norton at four back so Twitter's going to melt anyway Rose played well he did on merit yeah. based on performance probably that. should be in there yeah. but the thing is Davis is big enough to be a centre back Rose is quite small I worry about the far post yeah. Zero. Norton's quite a small statue as well. But do, we'll talk about this kind of sit, sit around just worrying about the far post. Yeah, You don't know it's coming, do you? <laughs> yeah. They're right on your back, bang! Yeah. Yeah. There's a corner of tees, the only one that's going, oh, that, that post. Yeah, <laughs> the reason I say this is because... Back, against, back post tee. Well, <laughs> against West Ham, um, in the May game, that's, that's pretty much what happened. Carroll just came out of nowhere the back post yeah. and... Well, he's not playing on Saturday, but I still. ain't saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm just saying that. I'm that, making you right. I like the back post. <laughs> you, love, you love a back post. <laughs> going back to the Sch- going back to the Schalke game, I quite liked the, um, the fact that Lamella started in the middle and um, Ericsson was on the right, Lennon was on the left, and they just kept interchanging. I quite like that flexibility. Yeah. And it just seems that Pochettino, when it comes to his front four, he's a, he's a bit more flexible than AVB used to be. 
where Xavier B had certain rules and they were quite rigid. How we're going to attack like this, we're going to do this. He allows the players to kind of um, express themselves a bit more. I think that's what everyone... I mean, you mentioned that, Teddy, didn't you? But the, the flexibility of yeah. the, the system and, and the willingness to allow players to express themselves. And you saw... I mean, I know Rose has a, has a kind of... He's, he's got form for running out of position and leaving these his left-back space wide open. But there was a moment in the first half where he went through and he was like up front. He was like up yeah. front of his own. And Ericsson, or it might have been Holtby, flicked the ball over, yeah. looked to see who it was and was like, yeah. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get back in your position, bro. Yeah. Get back in your box. Get back in your box. As but, much, but he obviously has been allowed that freedom. He's not going to just bomb... Well, maybe he would. Maybe he's yeah. nuts. I think... Sorry, Seagull. Well, I'm... <laughs> as much as, I think as much as criticism as Rose gets, and I'm... I'm one for it a lot of the time, I must admit. But I think people forget that he was he was a winger. Yeah, was. You know, and he's still he's obviously still learning and I think I think you mentioned last week that hopefully with, with Pochettino there and with some with some proper coaching I, I mean, like I said and you guys said last week when Rose was out for that part during last season, mm. I was exactly the same as you I, I remember thinking okay, this is the problem because mm. Rose isn't here. And maybe with some you know, proper coaching, not a PE teacher. He's, yeah, fullback is a specialised position. You need time to learn it and grow into it. And he's only been a fullback for eighteen months, maybe two years max. Mm. So he just he's, he needs time. He needs some coaching. And hopefully, Ben Davis and Pochettino might he might come. It might work for him. He's from Leeds as well, so it takes a couple more years worth of development in order <laughs> in order to kind of <laughs> I know he's, to understand he, what you're being told to is do. Is he actually from Leeds? Yeah, uh, Yorkshire, Doncaster. No, no, okay. All the same up there. So, yes, there you go. <laughs> I apologise. No. I apologise uh, to, to all, the, all the millions of people in Yorkshire. Um, <laughs> I've got friends from there, so I'm allowed to say what I want. I don't believe what I say, though. All right. Anyway, um, let's uh, actually, Buddy, you wrote. Uh, an excellent article that's, that, that um, kicked the hornet's nest. Is that the right yeah. cliche? Yeah. Well, no, I, I kicked the hornet's nest two weeks before when I um, dismissed Lewis Holtby as a as a possible star for Tottenham. So I thought I needed to bring it back by doing something a bit less um, less argumentative. And I just think um, Sandro, he just hasn't in the last eighteen months. He's kind of stagnated. And if it hadn't been for his kind of Instagram and his um, his Facebook exposure, we would have forgot about him. We wouldn't be thinking that he's crucial to our team because the truth is he hasn't played properly for 18 months. OK, so there was an article on the front page of the website, thefightingcock.co.uk. Uh, it was called The Beast Needs to Regain His Bite. Um, and that's essentially what it was about. I think it's not that. It's not a controversial opinion. I think everybody feels the same mm. thing. That as soon as he's adopted this beast personality, and it's quite nice that there has been some connection with the fans. I enjoy that. As long as his performances maintain, I think though that it's coupled with his knee injury. I think yeah. it's he's he's obviously playing up to the crowd. He loves that interaction, but that injury he got against QP, QPR. QPR, yeah, against QPR, was so bad that it is naturally going to take him. Well, he's just been he's been chasing his tail constantly because when he does come back, he gets injured again, and he's or he's completely off the pace, and he'll get booked. He seems to get booked a lot earlier in games mm. than he used to. And it kind of stops him being being the player that he should be. I remember when we had Palacio, we just write off as a book in early doors. But yeah, Sanjo yeah. was known for never getting booked, mm -hmm. and last season he'd get booked almost every time every time he played. But coming back because he's off the pace. Yeah, exactly, he really wants to make an impression, and that's, he just lunges into chances when he, when he shouldn't. Even be. on Saturday, he made challenges mm -hmm. that most footballers can't make without giving away a horrendous. Well, look at Hobie, bloody! That was I nasty, man. That was, Did you yeah. see it? No, no, yeah, yeah. I saw him leave the ground. Hell. I was like, yeah. "What are you doing?" 
Stewie, brother, this is a this is a preseason friendly. This is mates as well. That's your mates. They're like your brothers. They brought you up. They fed you. They gave you food at the table. You want to break their legs? Your mum would have been well angry with you. My mum would have smacked my bum if I'd done that. Genuinely, had my pants down. It was. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was. It was awful. And I was like watching it going. But then just carried on singing. So yeah, it didn't matter too much. <laughs> I think from with Sandra, you can almost there's just key dates in Sandro's Tottenham career yep. that have been miraculous highs, and then the, the pinpoint dates where we know that's where it's gone wrong. QPR, obviously, Inter Milan with, with Palacios was was obviously one of the highs. QPR, everything that, and going AC Milan, AC Milan, sorry, yeah. But the QPR one, you can point everything back to that, as you said in. In the article, there's just key dates with him, and he's just chasing but, his tail. Yeah, you've got Liverpool game last season, too. Yeah. Game of early doors and that. But what upsets me the most, it, well, it doesn't upset me because I, I really like Sandro and I think he can be a key point, but it's the fact that he has this um, outside, off the pitch personality that's made, that's kept him as a kind of, um, everyone thinks he's a key player. And it's just, I would prefer him just to put away his guitar and stop doing the kung fu kicks and just train hard and become a better player get back to the level he was and I think we get sometimes we get obsessed at Spurs about players how they how they act off the pitch Dawson Holtby players like that that we we, we forgive them for what they do on the pitch because of what they do off the pitch mm. well I mean you've got Ericsson as a complete opposite Ericsson doesn't go for any of just goes on the pitch does his job that's what we want we need uh, we but need then, more players like that and I think I think we all know Ericsson's probably got one or two more seasons tops anyway than you all no, oh, fuck oh, off. Jesus Thanks, Christ. Do you know what he said? Do, do you know what he said? I don't want to know. Yeah, I know what he said, but let's... I don't know. Do you want me to know this? Do you want to make me sad? Let's move on. Yeah. Right, what did he say? He's got a secret plan in his head that he won't tell anyone. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like a child. It was just yeah. a murder. I've got a secret. <laughs> he was talking about some sort of horrible murderous plan. And then they're going to look back in years to come and go, that's what he was talking about. Everyone thought yeah. it was like a smoke screen. He's going to leave to go to Barcelona. No, he murdered someone. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, if Ericsson's secret plan is to go to Real Madrid and in the meantime he drags us into the top three in the Premier League, he wins us a cup, then, yeah. then fair play to him. I don't care. To finish on Sandro, right? What uh, do you think he should start? No. I think there's a chance he could target into West Ham very small chance who's going to be Capoue then yes because mm. Capoue didn't play anything he's injured no, he but he looked to be fair Sanjo was looking a bit tabby last season he looked, he looked like he lost a bit of weight so maybe he's on it maybe mm. he's back on his game I don't, think, I don't think he should start but again I think he's one of those players that if you want to get him back to the level that he's at but I, mean, I think he's got to play he could so play Europa League games we're going to have a lot of games I think so we're going to have World Cup people in that, in that game though the Limassol one. Yeah. Yeah. It's away first, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, they might move the away leg because I think they shared they shared a ground, didn't they, with another team? So I think they might move the away leg. But it's it'll only be about a day. It's not up to UEFA standards either. I don't think. No. Oh, or the Limassol ground. Yeah, yeah, I think they have to move it. To What's like the what, how big is the stadium? You know? Uh, I have no idea. I could guess, but I'm not going. Well, just guess. Um, Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand ain't big enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, kind, what kind of allocation are we going to get for that? There'll be many, many disappointed Tottenham Hotspur fans. Sort yourself out, Limassol. All right, that's it for the first half of the Fighting Cock podcast. We've now got Windy, who uh, informed us earlier that he's, bec- he's created a six-minute epic. I think he's little. He's getting a bit above his station. Like, he's taking up six minutes of our show. Well, it's like a Dave Gilmore guitar solo, isn't it? You know? <laughs> I know, mate. He thinks he's Pink Floyd. <laughs> What's going on? Anyway, have a listen. Fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Yeah. We 
this is Windy back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. I'll start off with the loan players as usual. Grant Hall played 90 minutes at centre-back for Birmingham City in their 2-0 defeat at Middlesbrough. Alex Pritchard played 79 minutes for Brentford. They drew 1-0 with Charlton and by all accounts he had an impressive game. Kenny McAvoy was a 65th minute sub for Peterborough. They won 1-0 at Rochdale in League One. Shaq Coulthurst played 65 minutes for Southend as they beat Accrington 1-0 in League Two. He won a penalty in the second half, although it wasn't scored. Jordan Archer was an unused sub for Northampton Town, and Grant Ward was a late sub for Chicago Fire in the MLS. The under-21s and under-18s both kick off their seasons next week, but an under-18 Spurs side beat Chelsea 2-1, Man United 2-0, and Arsenal 2-0 to win a mini-tournament at Cobham in the week. Cobham, of course, is Chelsea's training ground. Both goals against Arsenal were scored by Shayon Harrison, who scored four in the tournament overall. I asked on Monday morning for questions uh, on Twitter, and I've got absolutely loads to answer, so if you're not mentioned this week, listen out next week. First up, Sean Connolly asked, why does it take so long to shift players that aren't good enough for the first team? Dawkins, Obika, Pritchard, etc. Likewise, Ollie Davis said, when do tickets go on sale for Obika's testimonial? And Jamie H said, John Obika, why? Simply put, I think it's because they hold value and Spurs are the type of club that will wait for that value to be realised. Um, for example, Simon Dawkins was eventually sold to Derby for a reported 500k. Luongo went for 400k. Obviously, we know Livermore and Corker have gone for big fees. Essentially, John Obika is worth a fee to a club, particularly League One or Championship club. He can do a job at those levels and we could probably sell him for 400k if we hold out long enough. Kieran, that's at Lord FIMM, says, Does the club ever focus youth team development on areas where our first team is weak, e.g. fullback? That doesn't happen as far as I'm aware. Um, I'd say players are more developed in the positions that are most suited to them. And we've actually often had situations where we ended up short in certain positions in the under-18s or under-21s. So others have ended up playing there as cover, which obviously isn't ideal. One example of that would be Philippe Lesniak, who's a central midfield player, but he's covered at left-back recently. Uh, the only player that I can think of who's been converted into a problem position would be Danny Rose. He started off as a central midfielder, moved out wide to the left wing and then ended up at left back. Pete Turner asks, who's been the most disappointing for you where it was expected they would really push on but never did? That's a tricky one to answer. I'd probably say someone like Yasser Kasim, who was absolutely outstanding with under-18s, but he left under a bit of a cloud and obviously he's never fulfilled his potential since. He went off to Brighton, played for their under-21s, and now he's at Swindon. Um, I thought at one point he'd be a nailed-on Premier League player. Another, going a bit further back, would be David Hutton, who was technically very gifted, but I think he was about 5'5". He was certainly very short, um, very slight. Um, again, I thought he'd be a, a real top prospect, but he's now playing for Hemel Hempstead Town. Stephen Garth Endersby asked whether I could do a profile on Ryan Mason. So uh, I'll give you a bit of background for Mason since he's been involved in pre-season. Mason, obviously, most people will know he played as a second striker or a number 10 at under-18 level. And he formed a pretty lethal partnership with Johnny Beaker. Um, he scored 29 goals in 31 appearances in 2008-9. And that led to him signing a pro contract at the end of the year. There was loads of hype, and I remember seeing Darren Bent interviewed in a mainstream newspaper, I think it was a Mirror, who was the best pro prospect, he was asked in one question, and he said, Ryan Mason. John McDermott used to speak about his monovision, and he described Mason as incredibly dedicated, virgin and obsessed. 
Mason made his professional debut for us as an 18-year-old in the UEFA Cup, came off the bench against NEC Nemegan. Uh, he was also involved in the England of the 19 and 20 squads, so he wasn't just rated within the club, it was known within the game that he was a top, top prospect. He went on loan to Yeovil, and it seemed a pretty ideal way, really, for him to gain strength. And he was often playing in the central midfield there, which was probably a useful thing at that point, because he was so uh, slight compared to the men he was playing against, and it was felt that he needed to strengthen up, toughen up a bit. His progression continued the following season when he joined Doncaster Rovers in the Championship, although it was a very much an injury hit spell, and he only made 15 appearances for them. They did like the look of him, though, and they took him back the following season, but again, he suffered injuries, and he only made five appearances that time round, before eventually regaining fitness and joining Millwall at the end of that season. When AVB took over at Spurs, um, obviously lots was made about his focus on youth players, and I was really hopeful that Mason would be one of the ones to make a breakthrough. Um, he got a, a handful of appearances. Uh, he played 70 minutes against Carlisle in the League Cup, for example, and made a couple of cameos in the UEFA Cup. But really, he was kind of going under the radar and mostly playing for the under-21s, where he was an important player in central midfield. He then went to Lorient in Ligue 1. Um, loads of well-connected journalists were saying that the club wanted Mason to go to a technical league rather than the championship, which he found a bit um, rough and ready. And in theory, that move would have, should have suited him. But there were rumours that he was signed behind the manager's back by the chairman, and he just basically never, never really hit it off there. Uh, he was only named on the bench once, playing four minutes for their second eleven, and he was lashing out on Twitter. It just didn't work out, and so he came back in April. I think for Mason, the crucial thing is that he's in the right place at the right time. I think he needs... This pre-season would have done him the world of good because he's been seen by a wider audience. He's 23 now. He needs first-team football, whether that's at Spurs or elsewhere. So, fingers crossed, he'll be used by Pochettino or, for his own good, allowed to move on a permanent transfer. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter, at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Hiya! Engineer Al again. Bet you're happy about that. These lot haven't got a clue what they're doing when it comes to recording sound. Unlike me, I mean, look, I sound like I'm in a cave, but I'm not. I'm a pro. The first bit of the second half is all hiss, hiss, hiss for about five minutes, so you can skip it, or if you're a die-hard fighting cop fan, you'll see it through and you'll get all that good Spurs chat, wouldn't ya? If you don't, you ain't Spurs. Remember... Get in contact on Twitter, email, all that shit for your IML t-shirt, yeah? Buy a t-shirt. Second half of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. Uh, thank you again for downloading the Fighting Cop Podcast. It's a pleasure to do this on a weekly basis. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah, cheers, Wendy. Cheers, yeah, Wendy. Wendy. I fell asleep towards the end, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not a joke. Uh, I did fall asleep. <laughs> uh, loads of people sending questions they wanted answering about young players, so... Yes. Including me. He has to oblige. Oh, yeah, did yeah, you yeah. send one? I did send one, he favourited it. What so. was your question? Oh, about Ceballos. Would it, it'll be Whether funny, it'll... funny if he favourited it and didn't use it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's happened. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is trying to take over. He's on the yeah. podcast. He's yeah. on the podcast. Windy uh, the heel. How have you found it so far, Al? 
I loved it. Have so we... I'm just waiting for this spit roast. I, I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know whether I shoot off straight after or whether we do it in the back. No, just hang around. Well, yeah. You won't know when it's going to happen. Like, oh, good, yeah. That's, Surprise, that's my favourite. Surprise, shoot off straight after. Yeah. <laughs> shoot off where? In his face. Three. Um, <laughs> nice. I think that was kind of what the joke was in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going to tap it in there. Thank you for... <laughs> thank, thank you for everyone who's downloaded... The, uh, sorry, bought the fanzine. Um, as we said last week, it, it does cost money to produce the buying cock and obviously without people buying the fanzine and whatnot, t-shirts and that, um, it makes things a lot more difficult. So thank you for that. If you want... Two and you haven't already. The, the the place we can buy it is the fightingcock.co.uk forward slash shop. Um, the fighting cock is partnered with an organisation called Calm. It's the campaign of living miserably. Suicide is the biggest killer of men under fifty. That's more than knife crime, more than uh, road traffic accidents put together, actually. And it's fought because men don't talk about their problems, they find it difficult for whatever reason. If you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone, it doesn't have to be someone you know. Calm of the helpline, uh, the number 0808-802-5858. And to support Calm, we're doing this 10k run at some point. Al, you've already <coughs> somehow set up to do this run. Yeah, quiet. some bits and pieces. I was meant to do the Windsor Half Marathon on the 28th, but it's almost my day. Mm. So, uh, so I won't be doing that. But no, yeah, it's uh, it's there's there's all sorts of ones going off in, in London in October. So we're going to so sort out. I definitely want to do yeah in probably. October. So we're going to run together. Yeah. Well, oh. you won't be with me. I'll, oh. I'll leave you behind. <laughs> 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 I, thought, I thought we were to hold hands. The whole way through. <laughs> just do it like three legged. Put holding a spoon with an egg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and T, I don't know. Uh, you've lost a bit of weight, so I reckon you've. I think fit. you could do it, T. I don't know. Maybe. But Sibs is doing it. Sibs is doing Sibs it as well. Sibs, uh, for people that don't listen uh, or haven't listened to previous seasons, Sibs uh, is someone who's been involved with the, the fighting cop for, for a long, long time. Generally, he came up with good, really good ideas. Well, yeah, he did the um, thing for um, Remembrance Sunday, I think he did. Yep. And there was also the 1882, basically 1882 was Sibs' idea. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Botswana Meat Commission, was that Sibs as well? He, he, did, the, um, he did the Danny Dyer. <laughs> Coast of Botswana. Mate, we, should, like a season we should stick this stuff on the pod again for people who haven't heard it. The Botswana Danny Dyer uh, football factory thing was absolutely glorious. No, it was, yeah. But I think no, I think Chico never mentioned them again, but anyway. Uh, Spurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, when we do run, we're going to set up, we've set up a just giving actually already, uh, but you'll be able to donate if you feel compelled to. It goes to a very good cause and uh, can't help a lot and lots of people. Um, we should talk about West Ham we talk about the actual season we've gone maybe two hours of recording the podcast this yeah. year without mention, really mentioning the next season so we've got West Ham we've lost three times on the bounce we can't lose 3-0 again Darren do you remember what happened yeah. the first time we yeah. lost to him yeah. what happened I said that we'd lose three 0 and then I said, "Imagine losing three 0 at home." <laughs> and then that's exactly what. Well, I, I completely forgot about that until you mentioned it before. Before the guys got here, and yeah. I, I hate you. The thing is, if you mention it, if you keep mentioning it, then it's less likely to happen. True. Mm. So that's that's kind of. What, I mean, it, if it, it happens now, there was a retraction. I'll resign. It can't happen again. If if we have to hear that song, yeah, I, I, I can't do a bit. Like the, the the cut game last year. Obviously, we went we went up, and because they had. I was in the I was in the shelf that that game, and it was just coming out of that game mm. was 
was probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had <laughs> at my art lane. It was just disgusting. Just terrible. Cunts. We'll talk, we'll talk a bit about our worst experiences around White yeah. Lane or yeah, football ground in a bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, how, how do you think we're going to set up? It's Pochettino's first competitive game. Um, I mean, it, like you said earlier in the, in, in the pod, it's difficult to predict who's going to play, but if you if you had to, let's do a kind of first 11, which I wanted to do last week. We got shut down. <laughs> yeah, it was I, like, shut, it's like, no! We <laughs> I can wait. I think in general he's going to go fitness over names. So if, um, mm. even if um, one of our, you consider like regular starters, is available, he has. if he's not match fit, he won't play. He'd rather play someone else over them. Yeah, I think that's probably true. So yeah. if, if that is the case, what will our, uh, let's agree, a first 11? So we've got Loris in goal. You go. You go. Norton's going to play right back because yeah. there's no other option. Rose left back. Rose left. Well, really? Yeah. I Over just, Davies. I just, I just feel it. I just feel. You like some sort of Rose. I think Rose will start as well. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd like Davies to start, but I think you're right. I think Rose. I think Rose probably will. And then who will be our uh, centre back? Given that Tonga hasn't played a minute for Spurs in pre-season. Be Eunice. Yeah. Eunice. I was asking T where where the fuck is Kyrgios? Yeah. No one knows. No one knows. Lord <laughs> Luke and shit. Does he share <laughs> life's mysteries? Does he share an agent with Lamella? Is that exactly? Is, <laughs> is, is this the Ericsson secret that he's? Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he basically disappear, Ben. <laughs> so who do you think then? Saw good yeah. and shit. I, I, no, I think Dawson will start. If I, yeah. oh. Is he fit? No, I think he's quite attractive. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, he's. Uh, uh, I don't know if he's. I, I thought the year was bought. Or Dyer was bought as. Um, Kind of a prospect, not yeah. not a start in, in the first game. Although he did play on, it's hard to tell. Isn't it? This is why it's, it's not out of the question that Vatonga could start. I don't think. I, I don't think it's out of the question. All right, so we, let's do. Let, we'll, we'll say Kapoor and, and Vatonga, yeah. and then and then midfield. So you're reckon Kapoor? Ben Tillett will definitely start. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kapoor is defensive midfield. Ben Tillett in midfield. I picked Sandro when I picked it before, so I've got to say Sandro because I said before. I think you got Ben Tillett and Kapoor. I really like the look of Ben Tillett. He kind of um, he got tarnished of the whole kind of Sherwood reign, but I think he's really he's really grown well, into the, his role. The World Cup showed people that he can he can play. He's a class he's a class act. All right, let's take Kapu and Bentaleb yeah. and the other midfield position. So it'll be three. That's the two. Four, two, three, one. So three would probably be Lamella, yeah. Holtby, Ericsson. Ericsson, yeah. But I can see Lennon starting. I think Lennon probably will start over Holtby if he does start. I right. think maybe if Holby does start, he'll be as one of the two alongside either Kapu or yeah. um, Bentaleb. That'd be AIDS if he starts alongside Bentaleb. Fuck me. What, so you're not saying Kapu and Bentaleb? No, 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 I'm saying if Holby starts alongside right. Bentaleb, it'll be pretty bad. All right, so a recap then. So we've got. Uh, so Kapu, Bentaleb, Ericsson, Holby, Lamella. And who goes up front? Adebayor. Adebayor. Yeah. He yeah, looked, he he'll looked, go big against. He looked, big dog. He looked really good against Schalke. Yeah, no, yeah. Schalke. I really like the look of him. He slapped malaria right in the face. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, malaria. Fuck you, man. Just brushes it off. All right, that's our starting lineup. What about um, predictions for the game? <laughs> My head says a draw, a score draw, but I think we're going to win three, three one. All right, we win two nil, one nil Spurs. I think two nil, clean sheet. Okay, that'd be lovely. Mm. Yeah, take that definitely. Uh, there's been rumours going around, and this isn't fact in any shape or form. The club haven't said anything at all. Um, there's obviously issues with the, the way the stadium roof is going to be built, meaning that um, we can't 
spend their entire time while the stadium's being built uh, playing at White Hart Lane. Uh, it's likely that we're going to have to move elsewhere and the place that keeps coming up is Milton Keynes for MK Don Stadium. How does that make you feel? What do you think is a suitable place for us to play given the, the kind of background of that football club? It's not suitable and it's, it, in my eyes, it's the worst case scenario for me. Like I said, I've, I was mentioning it before, I do a lot of work with uh, with a particular company in Tottenham who the owner of that company is the chairman of the Tottenham Trade Association and they've been given word that it will be Milton Keynes. Mm. I, I will not go, I will not put no. money in that club's pocket. Nor will I. Me neither, but is there another alternative? What, what, what's the other choice? Wembley. Well, Wembley is, is the, uh, the most obvious one and obviously the, the key, the, the, because it's right, it's practically on our doorstep. It's easy, everyone gets any ticket they want for any game. Um, but what's, there's got to be a reason to stop in Spurs from using Wembley. It's got to be cost. It? It's, it's, cost yeah. it's got to be cost. They probably want a lot of money, but I can't imagine them wanting so much money that they can't budge on the fact that they would have 20, is it 20 or 18 games at least in yeah. the league? Probably more in cup yeah, games. 19. Wem- Wembley is still technically in debt, aren't they, from, from when they built the stadium? I, so I don't see Wembley turning down Spurs for, for financial reasons. Surely, if the stadium's empty, they'll be making money. Someone kind of comes to an agreement. Someone said, but I wasn't 100% certain, that Wembley only allowed a certain amount of events each year. So it's also probably play half a game at Wembley and half a game in MK. You mean that by the council they're only allowed a certain I amount? think so. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure. How much does um, the MK Don? What does it hold? Thirty, I think. Really? Is it? Yeah, yeah there's an upper tier or something they can they can open for if Spurs go to make it into a 30, 32,000 seater stadium. In a business, I can understand why why they're looking at it, but it's, it's that is the fucking worst case in my eye. I, I generally I, I can't. I agree it. completely on a, on a business level. It makes complete sense. So it's going to cost a lot less than Wembley. If it does hold 32,000, that's more or less the same as as Milton, um, as White Hart Lane. So you can understand it. But this is the problem with... There are those, obviously, that believe, well, it's fucking Milton Keynes. It's Milton Keynes' problem. They don't have to worry. You know, it's nothing to do with Spurs. But they are the very, very... They're at the, they're at the pinnacle of what's wrong with football now. And, and, and to, to pay money into that club is something I could never ever do you, we're lining the pockets of an <laughs> organisation that took a football club away from a fan base completely destroyed it so they had to set up their own club which I'm sure they enjoy more anyway and just fucked them basically and said well, this is what we're doing we're moving your club away from you 70, 70 miles away and that isn't acceptable in English football it happens in America with clubs and even even it's not even held it's something that they don't like their own fans mm. the Cleveland Browns lost their their, their team to their, well, their franchise to another city. Really? Yeah, yeah, it happened. Yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, we had an article about it. Mike, Mike and Palmer wrote it. Uh, on Twitter, follow him if you want. Um, yeah, but it, to, to, to pay into that, to, to, by by going there and paying, even though you're watching Spurs, the club you love, you're saying that that's acceptable. And if you're saying that that's acceptable, you're saying that that it's okay that that could happen to your club. So Tottenham moving to Stratford, or worse, 70 miles up the road, would you accept that? And if you don't accept that, then you shouldn't be going to Milton Keynes, in my opinion. And that's the reason why I won't go. And if we do spend one year or two years there, I won't see a home game that Spurs play in that time. Well, neither will I. But the other alternative is Brighton. Brighton be quality. 
Imagine that. I still won't go. I'm saying, I was thinking, to, talking to the missus, going, where are you going? Uh, Brighton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, all right, we'll have a good time next weekend. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going Brighton again. Why do you keep going Brighton? Well, Spurs play there now. And she's like, you fucking liar. Yeah. That's the worst lie you ever told. <laughs> Spurs now play in a different city. Like, <laughs> so it's got it's got more to do with the fact that it's Milton Keynes rather than the fact of the distance. It's to do with Milton Keynes dons. Yeah, absolutely. That, that MK dons, that's, that, that's the issue. The distance... So if it was like St Andrews or something like that, look, you could accept it? In this instance where we have no choice but to play elsewhere... And if Wembley's off the table, then it isn't. It isn't the same as moving to Stratford. It's very different, and I can understand it because we need to build this new stadium. Mm-hmm. So no, it's not the distance. It's purely the fact that it's MK Dons. It's like it's like going and uh, moving into Arsenal. It, it has that same feel to me. It's, it's franchise. I hate every person who's played for Milton Con. Milton K- MK Dons. MK Dons. Milton Cons. The Cons. And um, uh, the fact that Spurs, uh, our history books would say we're affiliated with such a club is something I, yeah, I just I can't handle. If Spurs don't play in London, I won't go. It's as straightforward as that. If you, it's as straightforward as that. Look, if, if it's Brighton or Milton Keynes, I won't go. It has to be in London. Otherwise, no. It's a it's a large part of going to Spurs is going to Tottenham. All right, mm. it's a shithole, but it's but shit it's half shithole, yeah. Mm. And, you know, and that, that's a huge part, of it. and I think. If we're not there, obviously that's what's going to have to happen. But if we're not there, then that's that's a huge, huge part of it taken away on a match-going uh, side of things for yeah. me. And that part of the the whole reason why now they've been moving away, part of the whole reason why they got the local businesses and the local community on site was the fact was the original plan was the fact that we wouldn't be going anywhere. So the businesses that were going to lose out, who were either being demolished or relocated or, or whatever, the community was. Assured mm. that they were that there was going to be plans in place so that they wouldn't lose out altogether, and now that's not happening. And as I said, I, I was with them today, and they are not happy at all. It's well, it means it means their jobs, it means their life. It's it's everything, and the fact that it's it, it's a lot more. Everything that, that the club have said about things being relocated and, and what they were going to do to safeguard local businesses is not happening. And people don't. A lot of people on Twitter and everything like that are saying, oh, get the fucking stadium built, get it built, what's the hold of the rest of it? And I don't think everyone always understands as to what the the, the effect that it has on the local, mu- local right. community. It will be huge. The I fact that that seems there is already... I don't already understand, they don't give a shit. There's a big Go disconnect. On, yeah, There's a big disconnect between Twitter Tottenham and then real well, Tottenham yeah. and the local community of Tottenham. Well, um... And this is... Sorry, T. Sorry, sorry, this is the foundations on which football clubs are built on. Mm-hmm. Spurs, as a football club, wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the local community. If it wasn't for the businesses that serve us when we go there, the pubs that exist, you know, people talk about there needing to be better pubs in Tottenham or more pubs to serve us. They, these pubs are going to go out of business mm. because okay. Tottenham aren't there. What the fuck is the Bricklayer's Arms or the Bellinaire or Bill Nick going to do for two years potentially? What are they going to do? Yeah, because there isn't enough custom in Tottenham. Tottenham is like a, a nuclear wasteland when Spurs are not playing there. There's nothing mm. going on. If Bell and Hare just spent a shitload of money on some port loos and some like fake grass in the corner. Yeah, it wouldn't be, if, <laughs> if if we move, that grass is going to die. Did you go there? And, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we, we were in there. Yeah. Why didn't you come and say hello? I was looking. I couldn't see you. We're too busy listening to Flash. Dad moan about everything. Oh my! He's the only reason I go to an eighty-two now. Just just for that. Just to listen to him. What did you think about the speakers in the beer garden? I didn't like it because whenever whenever someone tries to do a chant, all you could hear was. 
Yeah, the music's fucking horrible. Yeah. If anyone listens to from the Bellinaire who, who runs that pub and listens to the podcast, please stop that awful. Yeah, awful I'm going to cut the wires on that speaker. The, the very if you have to have music and you really don't. Mm. People are still going to come there because it's right next to the stadium. Yeah. If you have to have music, then just play all the Spurs songs. Don't fucking do that bollocks Euro trash house. It's like country. Scooter or something. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember. I must have been a bit more drunk than I thought because I don't remember any of that. I remember it's like a gnat that was flying around my ear. I was in the, it, was, it was fucking horrible. Anyway. Okay, so uh, the next five games are QPR, Liverpool, Sunderland. West Brom and the Scum. They're not a terrible opening set of fixtures. No, ain't, ain't We've awful. had worse before than that, absolutely. We'll smash Liverpool at home, that's how, that goes without question. That'd be, God, fucking, that, joyous. That that'd be fucking joyous. Have you seen some of the fans on, on some of their. they got their own people that go and interview people after the game, and that yeah. one. They a couple of them saying, well, we're going to win the treble. They've got their, version, well, they got yeah. their own version of Arsenal TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, I hate them. Yeah, no, I, I've got a, a major bugbear with Liverpool. It's mainly based on oh, a friend of a friend. Oh, I told you, I might have said this on the pod before, but a friend of a friend who's a Liverpool fan and he's the most awful, awful human being. Mm. If you don't talk to him about Liverpool, it's fine. Get on with him, have a good night out, yeah. very friendly. You start talking about football, turns into a... And just tends, just you can't, you can't handle him. They, they do, they do get weird. They, they of them do get weird, I mean... I mean, when Benitez is manager, they said he's the best manager in the world. And when I laughed, as Sparta just done, they looked at me just to say, what the fuck, what the fuck, T? Yeah. But well, you do love Benitez. But yeah, that's but not the best manager in the world, is he? <laughs> that's what they're like, though. I, I, my issue with them, it's not from anyone that I know, it's just from every time I seem to encounter them, it's like a divine right to success yeah, that, they, yeah. that they think they should have. Yeah. And these lean years have been... You know, a conspiracy against them. Yeah, uh, it winds me to fuck it's up. It's the deification of their club as well. Just yeah, it's a game for fuck's sake. It's cunts kicking a football around. It's not religion. Piss off. I have no idea who they've got in their first in their first two games. But if we take three points from West Ham and three points of QPR, and Liverpool without Suarez have lost a couple of lost or drawn their first two games. They've got Southampton or something. Well, That's if, first game, say yeah. they well if they mess up and we've won our first two, we got them at home. I think the momentum might be with us, and we could we could we could bury them. You can imagine them. You can imagine the reaction if they've if they've lost two or three of their first opening games with Suarez. They're going to crumble. And I think I think if they don't get the results that perfect results in the first couple of games, and they might start having a little bit of you know media wise of oh look how much money you've spent doesn't seem to be going to plan. Well, you know, similar to what we had. And, yeah. You know, like, I think you're right. I think it could be with us by that time. So you've got those five games. I reckon there's an easy 15 points in that. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went 13. I reckon we'd draw with Liverpool, beat the rest. We'll get 16. 16. Because because we're Spurs, they're the greatest. Well, the goal difference essentially count as yeah, 16 points. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way golds. <laughs> um, a good question coming from Steve Mottram of Facebook, and he said... Uh, what is the Facebook? Fight, the Facebook dot... Called on the fighting cock. Is it? Just yeah. for, the forward slash fighting cock. Yeah. He asks, uh, what was the worst thing to happen to you at, before or after a Spurs game has been... Uh, yeah, what was the worst thing that's ever happened to thing you? The thing is, I've got something, but it's not exactly funny. It's actually quite bad. <laughs> well, what I've got to say isn't funny. Mine's disgusting. You'll make it funny because <laughs> you explained the story. I'm proud of it, but it ain't funny. <laughs> that's something you've done, though. Go on. <laughs> well... Well, hang on, I'm scared. scared. I'm scared. <laughs> we ain't editing this, so I'm kind of scared what you're going to say. You wouldn't, you didn't beat up an invalid or anything. No, it was some, someone basically <laughs> abusing someone, basically. At a game I was at. 
And we played but Chelsea. Was it, you? was it you? No, for a change, it wasn't me. Okay. No, I listened to this on Louis Farrakhan tapes. I was like, you know what? Normally, I go to the grind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, um, so I think we played Chelsea. It must have been, was it 1 1 or 2 1 or 2 2? This is a Christmas game. And before the game started, um, so I'm outside South Lower. And three Chelsea fans are walking through, and one screw, one screw at the top of his voice, one England captain. So a Spurs fan goes up, fronts him up, because the headbutt in the face is on his back. Spurs fans? He headbutted a Spurs fan in the face. Oh, God. And he's on the floor, on his back. And then in the game now, so Drogba must have, um, I don't know, I don't know if he had a go at the referee, and the, and the guy called him a wog. Oh, a Spurs God. fan. So I go up to, so I, so I look at him, and he looks at me, I was, when I turned around, he's like, well... Like, well, sorry, no, sorry, it's not good enough, mate, you know. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? I, and then even, even five minutes later, it was like, you know, saying, so, so, it's, not, it's not good enough. Well, all, all I could say to that is that you get a higher concentration of human beings in one area, then you'll find some idiots. No, of course. And uh, there were actually some songs at 1882 that were being sung that yeah. I, I found very uncomfortable. I, I've got no issue with people expressing themselves, and, you know, even there, there's... There's space for saying um, unconventional or perhaps inflammatory things in society. Yeah. As I've explained with the Yid stuff, there's controlling what people say is never a good thing. Um, but there was kind of songs like Ten German Bombers in the Sky and stuff oh, and some yeah. in Tottenham. Yeah. And I kind of I, I was I was a bit embarrassed actually when I heard that singing. I was like, my dad, who's 63, yeah, obviously he was young, but he lived through. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was young, but his, his father had just he come out. He knew people who'd been in the war, yeah. Oh, his dad, didn't he? It was yeah. like ten years before, sorry, I don't know what I was talking yeah. about. But, um, and then he was just, he was disgusted, you know what I mean? And it was just yeah. a bit embarrassing, and we kind of managed to drown it out, yeah. chanting about other things, but... It was weird, because then, that was sandwiched between singing the Holtby song, mm. and, um... Yeah, yeah. Before in Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, well, what do you make of his new job? What the fuck's that about? It was international development manager. <laughs> I think I think Levy quite wants to fuck him and just needs him <laughs> just, need, just needs him in there or, or other I've, way around. I've heard, but it's not been confirmed that he suffered a tragedy, a personal tragedy in his family or something, and I just kind of kept him on from. Oh, really? How are we supposed to make jokes after that? Oh, yeah, sorry, I, I've actually brought the, I've actually brought him down. I've just talked yeah. about him being Twice. homosexual. What's not the there's wrong with that. Yeah, but what's the worst problem? Yeah. There's a quite light-hearted question. <laughs> I know, I'm just... All right. Anyway, what, yeah, what is the worst thing? I saw a puppy get run over. Oh, oh my God! What the fuck? No, no, really. It's meant to be like funny. I was just trying to get more depressed. Is it a chocolate lab? It was mine. I was giving mouth to mouth. I didn't wake up, so I fucked it. That wasn't that. That wasn't my worst experience. I got hit by um, a stealth shit. You know when you go before you. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine shit hitting me first. (laughs) You know before you go out anyway, and you're going to be there for a long time. You always have a shit before you leave. Well, I'd had a shit before I left, and I thought I was completely all right. Went to the bell and hair, and all of a sudden, it just fucking it hit me in in the bowels, and I just had to get out of there. So I had to shit somewhere, 
And I don't know if you've ever tried to go to the toilet in the Bell and Hare or the public toilets next to it. Not it's advisable. Fucking grim. Yeah. So, um, transporting levels. I, I went to the stadium, but it was so early the stadium hadn't even opened yet. <laughs> I was the very first person to get into White Hart Lane. <laughs> Ran straight into the toilets and they were fucking pristine. It was beautiful. And I had a good solid fucking 10 minute shit. But then I was stuck in there and I couldn't get back out. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's that's the worst that, thing. Is that the worst thing that's ever happened? Yeah, other than like the results and shit. Like that, yeah, yeah. Go on now. I've been vomited on. <laughs> really? Like violently vomited as well. Got a projectile. No, it was like it was. A, he must have been about sixty. Sat behind me, and he must have been about eighteen, nineteen stone. And he just started. He'd have, he was having a fag in there, or, or have trying to have a crack. And he literally had two totes of it, and was just like. <coughs> And I was just like, fucking hell, like just brushing it off my shoulder. And then he <laughs> <laughs> he was literally on the on the row back. So first of all, it like went on my back, but then it was going down oh. the seat, and I was just dripping that. But I didn't realise. <laughs> and it wasn't until um, it wasn't until my uncle turned around and said, uh, "What the fuck is that?" And it was literally all over me. Oh, all over me. So I, I had to go and buy a fucking shirt, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nice pristine fur to yeah. make it. Right, yeah. That's, that's the worst. Yeah, that I, I'd actually completely forgotten about that until I read that question. I've asked my dad to apologise about that, mate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, mine was coming out of Wimbledon in the early 90s. Uh, no, out of uh, Wire Lane, we played Wimbledon, and we happened to come out against... Uh, as a li- The Wimbledon fans were leaving. And... Um, they were starting to uh, pipe up about uh, becoming from South London. And my brother at the time, I might have mentioned him on the podcast before, he, at the time, was a bit of a menace and took exception of the fact that they were chanting about South London and Spurs are from North London. The fact that he comes from West London has <laughs> completely escaped him at the time, obviously. <laughs> so he turned around and said, what the fuck, would you want some there? This is fucking half London, this is our manor and all that kind of caper. Um, and the guy proceeded to uh, attack him and uh, tried to headbutt him. So we, there was five of us, so we, we defended him as best we could, but there was almost like Wimbledon firm, which I didn't realise existed. And we took a bit of a pasting. So that was the worst thing that ever happened. But also going into Chelsea on the way to uh, the... The uh, final. The final. No. Yes, it was the final. Sorry, yeah, when Woodgate. Um, we managed to get into three rucks in the space of about ten minutes. Right. Getting off the train and then twice on Wembley. No, at the, at the turnstile, my dad tried to break us up and, uh, and my dad got... He's running towards us to break us up. And my dad, my dad literally got picked up by a police officer and swung round and <laughs> launched in the opposite direction. Out. <laughs> to see like a sixteen-year-old man fly through the air was something that did stop the fight. Actually, it was yeah. uh, I should say at this point, I'm not interested in football violence at all. Uh, did, did you actually get involved in the fighting? Sometimes things happen. Did you run in? Are you one of the ones on the outside that just like throw, yeah. just yeah, throw off and shit like, like, yeah. outside? Yeah. Yeah. I did, I fucking hit him. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine Flav with one hand over his. <laughs> Don't hit me in the face! Don't hit me in the face! When you're this pretty, you've got to sort this out. I got caught in the right after the Tottenham riots. I got caught in that. I had to literally the last people that were going getting onto the tube as it all started kicking did, off. Did you get any trainers? No, no, no I should have stayed. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that was uh, that was quite scary actually. I must admit. So that's it. That's all of them. We answered that question quite well, I think. 
Uh, Brian Topham says, with Levy, Baldini and Poch seemingly focused on acquiring players with Premier League experience, which absolutely makes sense after last season's efforts, would you try to sign... Who would you? So who would you try to sign to support our goal-scoring efforts? What, on top of everything else we have? Well, we are a bit short up front. Up front, to support the goal-scoring efforts? I suppose, yeah, the general thing. Um, what is the striker? So if you had to pick one striker who was feasibly within our grasp, not not Remy. I, I've said from from day what I don't I, I don't understand what there seems to be a lot of hesitation with with other clubs around him. Maybe this medical has something to do with it. But he's, he's on ninety five G a week though. Yeah. Ah, mm. so there's that. Isn't he still on uh, he's he on bail or something? Though? He's got two hearts. Uh, I would have said him or Boney. Those are the only two names, really, in the Premier League. Yeah, um, the one who I wanted long term, but obviously he's not fit for a while, is um, Benteke. I've always wanted Benteke, but he's not going to be fit till at least October, November. When we started it, I wanted Ben. Uh, started the, the preseason, I wanted Benteke or Lukaku. That's what I wanted. I Lukaku would have been, yeah, would have been. The 28 mil. Actually, I think Benteke is better than them. I agree. For me, I think Benteke is better than yep. Lukaku. But what I, about Rodriguez? I would take either of them happily. Everyone seems to have forgotten about Rodriguez. No, he, he, went, he went to Real Madrid, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that we can't buy, we couldn't afford him. He's a place in Chadley, though, isn't he? So he's more of a winger, he's not exactly a top front line striker, is he? Joe Rodriguez. Yeah. It seems strange that if people interested in, or muted interest in Rodriguez, who obviously has this serious knee injury, but nothing about Benteke, and, you know, he's probably he's obviously going to be closer to a return than, than Rodriguez. So that isn't going to be a, something that puts them off, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Strange that there's been nothing about him at all. In I think we can get him for a knockdown price. The thing well. is, the, 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 sever- the severity of his injury, these injuries are so bad and mm. they affect their players so much that it, it, I think both would be a huge risk. Mm. But I, I'm not a doctor, but Benteke's is an Achilles. It's not like it's a knee. It's, it's a, an, an injury that you can easily come back from, Achilles. Well, a snapped Achilles. Yeah. You're just talking <laughs> shit. You have no idea what a snap Achilles is like, bitch. It's a horrible injury. I was going to go for Boney, but I've kind of been. Everyone took that before me, so I'm going to go for Connor Wickham just to piss off Windy. Yes. <laughs> Connor Wickham's better than Harry Kane. Beat that Windy. Yeah. It could well if they got their business in order. Could be playing against Spurs or West Ham this week. <laughs> so well done. <laughs> 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 I've got nothing to add other than what Lorente. What can't we get him again? He's not, he's he's not got where is Damiao now? Damiao, yeah, what about him? Yeah. He can't even get in the Brazilian team over Fred. Fuck Damiao. Fuck, that is ridiculous. Fred, you see what I mean? What a poo. We spent four years being obsessed with this fucking Brazilian striker, and at the end of the day, Brazil goes to the World Cup in their home nation with fucking Joe and um, Joe. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that West Ham have got Zarate, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Zarate, he's just, he's just a joker. You know a lot about Italian football. What, well, what, I, I was a huge fan of Zarate originally from Football Manager. Then he went to Birmingham, and I liked yeah. him, and he went to Latin. And he looked, he looked okay. He looked the part, but then since he went um, to What's Inter, well, yeah, he, he's been to, he's been at Inter, he's been at Lazio again, but and um, then he went back to Argentina, and um, I think Allardyce has been digging him out pre-season. Do you know, Just every time someone things. mentions football manager on the podcast, you damage our brand. <laughs> football manager, don't hurt like, the brand. They, they signed the contract today with Opta or something or Prozone. And the clubs are going to give give uh, scouts. 
yeah. access to the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and it's like what you don't think that they're playing football manager at home like this is some sort of revolutionary <laughs> news yeah we're going to give them football manager well, they've, they've been playing it since they were six T- <laughs> of course they know about players T's hero Leon Knight was um, screen, screen grabbing pictures of himself showing um, that he could use either foot on football manager I love Leon Knight <laughs> I love him it's a shame he's a gooner but he's just such a funny man yeah. Did, uh, there's another podcast called you know, Shoot at Defence Shoot the defence, yeah, uh, and they did an interview with um, Leon Knight, and if you, it's two hours of the most candid, honest, it's realness. It is. It's real. He doesn't give a shit. Gully. It was gully. That's our word for season four. Gully. gully. <laughs> he, he basically talks about football and everything that happened to him in two hours, without any no hold barred. No, it's just old. this is what happened in my career. This is the reason why I left Swansea. Yeah. These, these are the people that behaved. This is the reason why I didn't have four years of my contract. Oh, I couldn't play football for yeah. four years, essentially, in Britain. And it's an incredible story. There's a book in there. I think he's writing a book. Yeah, he's meant to be out next month. Do you know what? Fuck it. We're anyway, talking about Next question, next question. But do listen to that podcast. It's fantastic, that one. Uh, okay, so uh, the, the last question... Actually, no, we've got, we've got a penultimate question. Um, this is from at L underscore Sydney 451. Okay, are you prepared for this? Because this is oh, among no. the worst things that we've... Grim. <laughs> among the worst things that we've ever asked on this podcast. And Al, it's a bit this, of a, ba- a baptism of fire for you. Yeah, this was, this was the biggest thing I was worried about, questions like that. <laughs> okay, Don't so, listen to this, Mum. So, yeah, are you going to tell your mum you've been on? Oh, she'll love it. Yeah, she's, a big, love she's it. a big fan of yours. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> my, my mum would love that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, an S&M session, yeah? Picture the scene. Everyone's a bit of sadomasochism. Like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp yeah. yeah. Fiction. Bring out the gish. So, S and M session with A, Wenger, and you're being punished. We're being punished. Or B, with your mum and she's being punished. Being punished by you. Yes. I, it says winger on the running order. I thought it was like Lennon. Like <laughs> Lennon's going to punish me. Well, like, he's got a massive cock, that. so yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell you right, I'd have had Lamella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd have done that. I'd have done that, yeah. Let's, 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 let's stick to the matter of hand. So, <laughs> would you. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a bit of a lesbian, doesn't he? he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so, yeah, so, so Wenger is doing the sadomasochism to you. Or you're doing it to your mum. That, those are your options. That's all you got to, to work with. I, I'm, I'm going to go rogue on this one. I'm sorry. You, what? You, what? Not answer it. No, I'm going to go rogue and say I'd, I'd rather be punished by Wenger than punished by mum. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have to. I yeah. have to. I have to do that. I, I can't. I have to because engineer our listens to the podcast and <laughs> he'd kill you. He yeah. would literally string me up, <laughs> probably, yeah. and whip me. <laughs> yeah. He'd punish you. Yeah, yeah. Pun- I'd get punished. I, I, I couldn't. The, football is 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 my life, and and everything that good happens in my life comes out of football. But that would be so bad that it would ruin everything. Exactly. You just wouldn't be able to live after that, would you? Buddy, are you going to say your mum? <laughs> no, I'm not. I was going to switch my mum with my dad because um, I reckon... <laughs> <laughs> not because I want to punish my dad. For not bringing me up in the ways of Spurs and, like, mistreating me. It's sexual, though, Buddy. It's not punching him. Oh, no, no but I, I would something. take it. I would, I, would, I would take the punish. I would take the punishment all day for my family. 
I'd take the punishment for you guys. If it was one of you guys, I would take the punishment for Fuck you. Fuck off, I wouldn't take punishment <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys. That's the difference between me and you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's going to slash his wrist. And <laughs> <I'll> pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Whoa>. That's, <laughs> that's the difference between you and me, but I'm taking the moral how around I would, I would take your pain. If it came down to the fact of T or Flav or Alex... If you, had, if one of you guys had to suffer pain, I would, I would be the bigger man and take the pain. For I'd, ra- I'd rather kill myself than watch you get bummed by a <laughs> 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 that, that I'd rather, I would end my life than rather than see that body. <laughs> okay, then fuck it. I'll let you take it. I'll let Wenger do me, and I'll just go to the press afterwards. So just, <laughs> just, just destroy him. Yeah. I'd, be like, I'd be like Frank Manoli after that shit. Oh, oh Kelly! I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be like Tyra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tyra. <laughs> I'll say props to Frank Maloney. Must be very yeah, difficult. R- very difficult. No, fair play. Yes. And in that environment as well is oh yeah. I mean, it, it, you could. I mean, we watch boxing, mm. so you know how. And you've been to boxing shows, yeah. so you know how how. Macho, ul- yeah, yeah macho. ultra masculine. That 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 kind of environment is. But do you know what? I woke up in the morning, read the story, and I thought I never ever wanted to. I never thought I'd think I want to fuck my Frank Maloney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I do. Did you see yeah, the form? Yeah. Some of the comments on the form were brilliant. I've had worse. Something can happen to But no, it was just bizarre. But he's been through a lot. I mean, one of his boxers committed suicide. That's right. Yeah. So he's been through a lot. Did no, it come I, out, or was it um, a sting, or it was a? a no, I think it's been planned, did not it, for a while? But this is it was going to be. He's made money. Or whatever. He's made money because it's in all the. He, he retired. He retired, yeah. and then and then it after price got done. Yeah. Jokes aside, oh, I think it was a really brave thing to do. Yeah, and yeah I spot looks, man. As long as he's happy. Uh, yeah, of course, that's yeah, it. So. He's happy and he's, he's done a lot of good stuff for British boxing. He did. Okay, and the last question is uh, sen- uh, from Senior Vivo. Senior uh, Vivo 26. Um, or just Dave. <laughs> yeah. uh, he says, if, you're, if you were a serial killer, what would your slogan be? I can't think of... Uh, this, this is based on a story about a man who killed old ladies in Australia and would spray paint no more grannies on, <laughs> on, the, on the wall. Which is kind, of, right. it's kind of funny. No, I don't want to laugh. Yeah, well, it's all right. I mean, we... Okay. Yeah, let's safe let's move on quickly. Okay. <laughs> safe environment. <laughs> Thousands of people listening. What would, your, what would your slogan be if you was a serial killer? I've forgotten what mine is when we wrote the question down. I, 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 didn't want to, I didn't want to put something libelous, but I'm trying, but this isn't libelous, I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> one of the walls, but Jack Walsh's sex face. Just to spray paint his face, well, like a stencil, like paint. No, 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 just, just, be the, just be the words. Walsh's sex face? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine? Imagine the police walking into this scene, yeah, yeah. and there's this horribleness yeah. everywhere. It's a just disgusting scene. And not always, it's... Wilshire's sex face. Yeah. <laughs> I think we found the name of the pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what mine was. I've been, as soon as you said it, I, I forgot. Completely, have you got one? Yeah, um, Spurs made me do it. Spurs made me do it. Well, there's, there's many, many, many times. Arsene did this. <laughs> Just everywhere. I've, I've forgotten what mine is. I can't. Oh, I can't did you make one up? It's going to be horrific. Uh, it's the same thing as all. <laughs> Always outnumbered, never outgunned. <laughs> 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 it isn't, isn't what I was going to say, but it's what came into my head when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but that was just there was some sort of conflict, and I was I was trying to defend myself. I broke. <laughs> you got way. a leg to stand on, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'd broken my way into this flat, uh, and th- there was an altercation in which I had to defend myself. But to add a bit of um, narrative, I'd be killing gooners. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So there'd be a dead gooner, probably wearing his shirt or her shirt. And it'll have Wilshire's sex face on the wall, so there you go. Wilshire's <laughs> sex face. That's beautiful, isn't it? Wilshire's sex face. Yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you everyone for sending in their questions. That's the end of the Fighting Cop podcast. Al, I want to thank you for coming in. Thanks very much. You held oh, your own. You did. Oh, cheers, yeah. Sometimes yeah. people come in and it's a little bit, like, awkward, but... Um, I've got to show strength, because if this spit roast gets out of hand, it's, <laughs> it's just got to be... There yeah. will be blood. I've mentioned it three times now. <laughs> you keep <laughs> mentioning <laughs> it. You want this to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it is a joke. Yeah. It's not, it's not actually going to happen. Yeah, leave it there. Unless you really want it to happen. You have to put some lipstick on or something. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> 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 Thanks for having me. I want to be the shop. I want a bridal dress at least. Let's all right. We're gonna spend next, next half an hour making our look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. That's it. The end, the end of the fighting cop podcast. Barty, thank you very much for coming down. Pleasure. Uh, T, obviously, once again, you're like my right hand man. You're here yeah. every week. I love you so bits. Okay. Um, you can uh, the website. The Fighting Cock, we have loads of articles, tons and tons of articles. Nice. So the podcast is just a small part of what the Fighting Cock's about. There's the 1882 movement, obviously. Uh, there's the the website with the articles on there. And we get maybe three or four articles a week, don't we, Barty? Barty edits everything that goes on the website. Yeah, so when someone spells uh, Maurizio Pochettino wrong, that's me. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, no. I apologise. Yeah, it's happened once no, or twice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a complicated name. We're all English. <laughs> that? I've done one, you've done one. I did one. Last year, about 1882. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah you South did. Gloucester's yeah, yeah, yeah. one, yeah. I love it. I don't know why I don't do more. I, I want to do more. Yeah, write do more. It. Write cool. more. Write more. But better than that one, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it memorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there's uh, the blog. We've got the forum as well. Really busy forum. The shop, buy the fanzine and T-shirts. Uh, it helps the fighting cock out. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We've got love the shirt. At love the shirt. Oh, give your shit a uh, shitter. The Twitter. Shitter. Give your shitter. That's a good name for it, actually. Yeah. Give, give your Twitter account. I know I had to spell it three times today. Yeah. I didn't get it right. So what is it? Razorico86. How do you spell it? R A Z O R R I C O 86. You're confused. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is Filth? Thelonious Filth, but I'm Dithelonious because of um, DeAndre. Yedlin, so... I've got the hood. So you've changed it? Yeah, Dithelonious. Dithelonious. That's not my handle, it's just the name one day. Alright, so it's Flonious Phil still. Yeah. Bardi. I'm Bardi TFC. I I rebranded because you couldn't do AR Lombardi, so... So Bardi TFC. And mine's at Flav underscore Bateman, B-A-T-E-M-A-N. And that's it for the fighting cock. Thank you once again for downloading. It's been done. Fuck around the pussy! Yeah. I'm the only New jingle hat! But it's that new podcast sweeping London, yeah. Straight from North London, yeah. It's ours, yeah. Let me see you shuffle, cock. Let me see you shuffle, cock. Mm-hmm.
Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! With a friend, and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Sports Social Podcast Network. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.